0: Welcome back to another episode of Sketch Nerds, where we break down sketch comedy. What works, what doesn't work, what we like, what we don't like, and why. This special episode was recorded on the road at NYC Sketch Fest, and we'll be reviewing two sketches by the New York City sketch team, Like Butter. You can find information about this podcast, as well as the sketches we are going to be discussing, at badmedicinecomedy.com slash sketchnerds. Hello and welcome to a special hey. <laughs> Sketch Nerds in the great Big Apple, in New York City. Um, we are at Ripley Greer Studios. Um, there is a show practicing next door, so if you hear music, that's what that is. Good luck to the Christmas Carol um, and their future show, which I'm assuming is happening in December. Um, but we are here for New York City Sketch Fest, and two members of Like Butter are sitting down with us. Um, Eric Kriwalski. Hello. And Liette Bruhl. Hi,
1: how's it Thank going? Thank you for
0: coming. Welcome. Thanks for
1: having us. So excited to be here.
0: Good, good. Uh, so to get us started, why don't you each tell us about your history in comedy? How'd you get here and your interest in sketch comedy and what, what drives you?
2: Uh, sure. I did a, a, my first stand-up comedy set when I was, I think, in third grade during the lunch lunchroom. Oh. They <laughs> had some program where they could do like... Uh, have some stage time. And so I went home and wrote a set and came out and did it. Uh, I was very nervous, but people laughed and I, I got a little bit high from that. And then I never, I think I wrote a sketch in fifth grade that never saw the light of day and that was it. And then, uh, I mean I still had interest in writing and stuff and I went through a big funk and decided to take an improv class, mm. which everyone's probably taken because I thought it help me write. I didn't realize it. (laughs) I didn't realize it. I don't, I know I wasn't writing improv. I mean, like I thought it would help me just like get new ideas and stuff. Yeah. And I had no idea I was going to be like on a stage at the end of the class. So I did that and just loved it. And so I took another one and ended up making friends and doing improv for a while. And I don't know, it's great. And I think I learned what I can from improv and it really did end up helping me write. Then I fell in with uh, now the sketch, the sketch people mm-hmm. um, through a show called Old School Sketch Show, and then uh, what is Old School Sketch Show? Old School Sketch Show is something that's been around I think three or four years at the Pit now, where it's produced by three people who will bring a, about eight to ten actors and writers together on a Saturday afternoon to pitch, and then the next Saturday is the show. So it's this fast paced. Oh, wow. Yeah, and it's really fun week. You make friends, like, fast. It's an intense thing. But the show at the end, uh, you know, a week later is so much fun. You do your sketch show, then a stand-up comedian uh, comes out for about five minutes while you're backstage coming up with kind of, like, improvised sketches to finish the show off. And it's a blast. So I met some fun sketch people doing that and then ended up uh, auditioning for the sketch program at Lake Butter's on. Oh, well,
0: wow. Very, very cool.
2: Oh, want to got on and you got on. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: What? Yeah. No, no, you didn't. That's
2: where we, that's where we met. So you never
1: what? took
0: any classes? Uh, uh, no. Uh, after that, fifth grade, <laughs> he was too good. He was too good. He was yeah. done. People came to me like, how did you do that? <laughs>
1: yeah. Um,
0: just the improv classes. Yeah. Have those improv skills
2: translated over to sketch? Yeah, totally. Just things that are probably obvious to any of your listeners now, but like. Just what a beat is, I learned from improv. And the value of repetition and just familiar things, I learned from improv. So that helps with, that made writing so much more clear for me.
0: Do you, when you approach your writing through sketch, are you, uh, I know some people do this, will the improv a scene first all the way through, take the best notes and then
2: start writing from that point on? Or are you, you know? Actually haven't, I mean, that will happen among, when you're just hanging out, sort of, and you're kind of, doing bits and riffing, all of a sudden you realize you're, you're in what could be a good sketch. But I've never set out, it'd be fun to do. I've never actually set out to like do some improv and try to work into something. It might be a fun class to take.
0: Yeah, uh, so one something that we introduced to our writer's room. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a bunch of improvisers in our, and then part of Bad Medicine. And that was like their big wish. It's like, we don't play any games. We just sit down and brainstorm. So let's uh-huh. play some games. Mm-hmm. And sometimes stuff comes out of it. Sometimes uh-huh. nothing comes out of it. But I, I'm curious, because of your, your heavy improv background, if that
2: was a part of your, your process. Yeah. No, but maybe it should be. <laughs> There's the stuff that comes, when stuff comes out, is it it's weird. remarkably different? Than, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's it's cool. weird. It's just weird. It's usually just very weird.
0: Because like not everybody in the group is improv oh, okay. background or knows the rules very well. And so uh-huh. like people start cheating and aren't oh, following right. through. And then it's like, well, that kind of worked. How do you, you cheat at improv? Yeah. Well, you the, the yes and part where you're just yes oh. knowing. <laughs> and yeah. you know, I was yeah. like, whoa, wait, you, you got to build. It isn't, you can't just right. swing left and start going a different direction. Yeah. The best
1: sketches always come out of yes knowing. <laughs> That's what I always say. And knowing.
0: Yep. Yeah, budding. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: So, yeah. Um, what is your background in comedy?
1: So, I... I'm an overachiever. Unlike Eric, I started sketch comedy at the age of five instead of the age of eight. <laughs> um, no, I actually like didn't even probably know what sketch was until I was a fully grown adult. <laughs> um, but I grew up in Australia, uh, and like there's not really a lot of sketch comedy happening in Australia. There's comedy series, But and there's like what we call theatre sports, which is basically like short form improv, uh, like whose line is it anyway kind of stuff. Uh, But I was never kind of in that world. I did theatre in high school, but theatre in high school in Australia is like so shit. It's like... (laughs) Sorry, am I allowed to yeah, say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your oh, I'm you're, 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 you know. It's like really sad. It's like five people. Oh, okay, and you're all right. you're like, That's I'm, what I'm gonna saying. do a production of like the live... There's not like, enough
0: people to make it yeah. good. It's not that the quality is
1: poor. Well, and the fu- there's like no funding or no encouragement of like the arts really. So it's like there are no resources. So I remember like we did a production of Narnia once, but it was just like the saddest thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, it was the Lion, the Witch in the Wardrobe and I played a leopard and that's where I got hooked. <laughs> now I don't remember but then I did that and then I really wanted to be a dramatic actor. I was also emo and emotional and then I went to some acting classes in Australia and then I moved to America after high school, and then I did uh, a theatre school here called the Neighbourhood Playhouse, and that's, like, a dramatic theatre school, Um, but Meisner Technique, so it's, like, a lot of improv, kind of, but, like, dramatic improv, like, just in a scene where you're, like, repeating things. (laughs) It's very weird. And then from that I kind of accidentally found comedy because uh, I happened to have a teacher who was, like, really loved characters and I loved doing characters. So in the second year, we did characters and I got to do all these amazing characters and then when I would walk into a dramatic scene, I would be, like, crying and everyone would think it was funny and I was like, someone just died! And they would be like, ha ah. I'm like, this is not what's supposed to be happening. <laughs> so... As much as I wanted to be the actor who everyone has empathy for that didn't happen <laughs> so then I found comedy and then I auditioned and I did this off-Broadway show called Naked Holidays uh, and that was like really my first sketch comedy intro because we all collaborated and we all made the show together and we did improv and like we did colla- like do improv and create the show basically through improv, and I didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> Definitely was not qualified to be in that show. But then I was like, this is fun. And then I studied at UCB, and then I auditioned for The Pit eventually,
0: so yeah. How'd you guys find out about The Pit? Was it word of mouth, or were you like, New York City, sketch comedy? Oh, that's,
2: I can, I can answer that. <laughs> I, um, I had two friends, like four or five years ago who both separately didn't know each other they both separately said to me at some point you should do improv and i was like okay and the second one said you should do improv and i was like okay but then that's when i started to take it when two people said it, i thought okay let me look into it and one of them had a friend i wish i could remember her name who was at ucb and they put us in touch and i they said to give me the advice and the advice was if you are because like you said earlier they're like theaters, I think, I don't know how big the magnet was back then, but I knew about UCB and the pit. And uh, I emailed this person and she said, if you are a very serious actor and this is your career, go to UCB. If you are doing this for the joy and the fun of it, go to the pit. So it was easy. I was like, no, That's the pit for me. I'm not like an actor. So I, I did it as soon as I could and just, it was the right fit had
1: a blast. Hello? Um, So for me, because I was doing classes at UCB, then you kind of like once you're in the world of like sketch and improv in New York, you kind of get to know like the major theatres. So I did some classes at Magnet as well um, and did like a couple of random shows there. And then I also knew about The Pit and I did a couple of random like character shows at The Pit. And then I think just through other people, oh, actually, I found out about the auditions for our sketch team um, through JW, who's our director. We had done this random little indie show together where we like wrote monologues and like cold read them for other people that like we wrote for other people and then we read somebody else's. And I happened to read his monologue. And then he let me know about the auditions for this, and yeah, that's how I auditioned. So
0: yeah. Was that a, an event like a show, or was that just like?
1: So they have auditions for the the
0: the, the monologue auditions? thing we used to write oh. monologues and switch. Yeah, that yeah. It's very interesting. Yeah, it's
1: super fun. It's super cool. So it's a show called These Are Not My Words. It's still hap- It's still a show okay. that's on. Um, it's at Lucky Jacks, NYC, and yeah, it's a super fun show. So. You just, you write a monologue for somebody else and then you, somebody else writes a monologue for you and then you cold read it on the day. You have like two minutes to look at it on the day. <laughs> wow. Yeah, and then it's like so fun and it's just like a cool way to create something new that you never would have created before. Yeah. So yeah, it's a Do you know who you're
0: writing
1: for? Yes. Before? Yeah, oh. yeah.
0: That helps. Yeah. Get the great voice at
2: least.
1: Yeah, yeah. so yeah, you... Uh, Like, they send you a picture of the person and their name, yeah. So you can, like, stalk them online if you want and get a little info. But I didn't know the people personally that I was writing for. I never met them. Um, But, yeah, it's an awesome show. Uh, So, yeah, Hugh and Lindsay are the producers of it. Um, So, yeah, find them if you want to be a part of the show. It's super awesome.
0: Very cool. So let's talk about your sketch team, Like Butter. How did it form? Uh, what have you guys been doing? Uh, you, you guys, I saw you guys do a show in DC, which was very awesome. Yeah, thanks uh, for having us. That was that's, that was a very cool, cool experience. Got to hang out with a bunch of the cast members afterwards and talk about sketch comedy. Yeah, um, was so fun. and you guys are performing today at Sketchfest as well, so looking forward to checking that out. Uh, but how did Like Butter come come to be? Where the name come from? All that good stuff.
2: We are like the Sex Pistols. We were put together by higher-ups. JW, Trump, who you mentioned (laughs) earlier. We're a
1: corporate team. (laughs) We uh, secretly work for Exxon (laughs) Mobil. So
2: (laughs) so we all auditioned individually. Uh, Well, first there's a writing packet to get an audition.
1: Yeah. Then this
2: is all through the pit. This new sketch program that's been going on two years now. It's kind of new. Yeah. So we all submitted a packet.
1: Yeah, it's called Super Sketch Tuesday. Okay. So yeah, for anyone who wants to audition or check it out, it's called Super Sketch Tuesday
2: and uh if you if you like your packet you get a audition and it's all done by the panel of people who end up being the directors of the sketch team okay so after all the auditions and callbacks they get together as a group and kind of fight over who they want on their group and we were just we were assembled by our we were drafted. Fought, yeah. we were fought over yeah. uh, some of us were fought over <laughs> so, which is...
1: some of us some of us were not <laughs> yeah.
2: traded some
0: away were... behind closed doors and
1: our director went around and told us which ones were fought over which <laughs> yeah. ones were not <laughs> oh, <nice. laughs>
2: set the tone in front of everybody yeah. yeah
1: yeah yeah it's real fun
2: so how big is the group 12 each season, now we have a total of 16 people over yeah, the three seasons. Yeah, it's a lot. Yeah, that's yeah. about, about our size as well. Yeah, wow. that's awesome. yeah.
0: Just so yeah. that we can rotate, you yeah. know, it's about eight to four people per, per show, mm-hmm. but the roster is, is at like 15, 16.
1: Do you guys choose eight people each show or is it whoever's available? Whoever's available. Show? Okay, cool. <laughs>
0: People have gotten married, have kids, and bought houses. So it's like, wow. it's, it's hurts the numbers a little bit, but... How
1: long have you guys been together?
0: Um, we're coming up with six years in November. Six so,
1: years? Six years, Wow, yeah, that's yeah, awesome. Yeah. Oh, nice. Congrats.
0: All right, so there's a process. You submit an application. Yeah, they, it's two
1: sketches. You two, write two sketches. Okay. Yeah, you submit that. Then you they set up an audition for you. They give you scripts, sketches, and then you go in. They choose which sketches you read, And then, yeah, if you get through that round, then you get a callback, and then in the callback, you get to do two minutes of whatever you want. So it could be character, it could be stand-up,
2: yeah. You might get a callback, some of (laughs) us. Pointing to myself. Didn't get a callback.
1: <laughs> yeah, Eric Eric got chosen straight oh, so away. Sad. He didn't need a callback. <laughs> I
2: don't think that's true. I so how did the first meeting go? So
0: I, I assume the director plans, organizes, and directs the crowd, and all you got to do is show up and participate Yeah. and then write. So when you first all come together, is it like, oh, you're in this group too? Or is it like, you're all strangers. Who are you? I didn't know anybody.
1: Yeah, I didn't. I didn't know anybody except for JW, but some people knew each other because they had been on a previous team. Three people had been on a previous team that got broken up yeah, and like split scandalous. up. Yeah, so scandalous.
2: Yeah.
1: You're about to dish some.
2: I don't know. I don't know what happened. I just remember it was a... Yeah, I don't was,
1: know what happened. It was happened.
2: hot gas at the time.
1: I don't know what happened either, <laughs> but their, t- their team name was Mayor's Wife. Okay. If anyone wants to look into that course... <laughs> Can we um, just say it
0: was, it was clearly murder. Yeah,
1: it was, oh, it was definitely murder, murder yeah. on the dance floor. <laughs> oh, God, I can't believe I just said that in public. Um, so, yeah, then, yeah, I didn't know anyone. So we we're kind of all strangers. Some people knew each other. Some people knew JW, our director, a little bit to varying degrees. But pretty much, yeah, you just get thrown in together randomly. Um, oh, well, But randomly. it works. He was selected us. No, for of reasons, course, yeah. he selected us, but I mean yeah. randomly in terms of us knowing each other. We weren't like all gotcha. some community that like we had like a shoe yeah. in, you know? Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
0: But you would you say it works yeah. though? Yes.
1: Yeah, totally. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah, it's been really awesome.
2: It's been great. How long has it been now? A year and, a half. Year and yeah. a
1: half. Yeah, yeah. We started yeah. last February, I think,
0: right? Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. 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 It
0: was cool. And this yes. is your so... third season? This is the end of our third season. End yeah. of our third season. Yeah. How long is the season? Six months. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. And then different directors run it in different ways, so really I think varies from group to group. Like our director is like super like organized, so we sometimes he gives us like a lot of the time he gives us like prompts for like pitches or like categories or like a themed show, um, and then sometimes we have like just general pitch meetings where we can pitch whatever we want. And yeah, anything to add, Eric? <laughs>
2: No, I would if I had anything.
1: That, that summarized it nicely.
0: <laughs> no, that's awesome. It sounds like a very cool experience. And so after, you're, after you've done your seasons, what what's, tends to happen to most sketch teams after you run through? We
2: don't know. Yeah, this is, it's new territory. Oh, it's new
0: territory. Yeah. Okay. So the, it's, it's a three-season yeah.
2: cap. Okay. And this is the fourth season of the program, so, uh, yeah, so one team first. has moved on to a weekend like, the pick gave them a weekend show, I think, every month outside of this program. Oh, wow. So our shows, SuperSketch Tuesday, our shows are always Tuesday. But they got, like, a Friday or Saturday slot or something. Yeah,
1: okay. which we did as well. So, yeah, we got offered a weekend slot. And we are starting to do Friday shows once a month uh, starting January 31st. 7 p.m. at the pit, a little plug.
0: <laughs> awesome, well, yeah.
1: congratulations. Yeah, thanks, we're super uh, excited.
0: It's going to be great, so it's a monthly show. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So going to yeah. be, get you guys rolling out new content yeah. and riding through the process. Yeah. Does your director stay on? Or no, do you, I don't think so. You're just yeah. Giving, yeah. giving away,
2: and then you... Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah, so yeah, we're giving away into the world. We're big <laughs> kids now, we're all grown up.
2: But one of the things that we're we talk about a lot as a group is just that because now we don't have somebody who's the administrator and we have to figure out how to do the Mm -hmm. the more uh, boring administrative work not just the writing and what are you talking about
1: eric (laughs) sketch is only fun
0: (laughs) (laughs) no no all right it it makes sense yeah that's that's awesome though okay so yeah we're
1: super excited though because it's gonna be interesting to see with the 16 of us like how it works because we've only ever had like 12 people at a time Mm -hmm. so yeah it's fun exciting new scary territory
0: all right let's get to the sketches that we've that were brought to us today uh liat you're up first Uh with your sketch (laughs) uh not you introduce it Uh, The Cat-Friendly Apartment.
1: All right. It's called Cat-Friendly Apartment, and it's about a woman who owns a business where she helps uh, potential new cat owners uh, cat-proof or cat-safe their apartment for their new cat. Uh, And so she does that by pretending to be the cat and walking around the apartment and like hurting herself on things so that the owners can see like what the perils may be and what to, you know, she's kind of the Marie Kondo of cats, a little bit in a sense,
0: yeah. Awesome. Uh, Here's a clip. The, the crystal technique that your mom bought us for anniversary. Okay, so why did you pick this sketch to bring to us today?
1: Well, mostly because I thought you wanted us to bring one of our own sketches. All good. <laughs> if if all good. I had known, I definitely would not have chosen to critique my own sketch like a narcissistic asshole. But I mean, I am, so who are we kidding? But yeah, I picked it because it's a sketch I wrote. I think it's pretty fun. I think it worked pretty well on stage. And I love cats, mostly, first and foremost. Do you have a cat? I Well, I do, but he lives with my ex. He used to live with me, oh, but okay. now he lives with my ex, so yeah.
0: What's the cat's name? Mortimer. Oh, It's a, yeah. a good
1: cat. Yeah. I also have two cats in Arizona named Quizzy and Ninja. Also awesome. from a different ex. <laughs> I just collect exes and cats where
2: And then leave them with the ex? Yeah, I just yeah. go
1: I just go around the country collecting exes and cats. You just
2: beat people with cats and leave them?
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Actually to be fair, we got the cats together, so I'm a worse person.
2: All three huh. cats you got together? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Was it always your idea to get the cat? You no, the it smart?
1: was always their idea okay. to be fair. Okay. Right. Yeah.
0: Maybe there was secret cat people all along. And were I waiting. love cats
1: too. I grew up with cats. Okay. So I got on board.
0: Yeah. Very easy. Uh, so in your cat friendly apartment, how does the game or the joke escalate? Next?
1: Wow, that made me look like an awful person. Um, <laughs> the game, <laughs> but it's fair. Uh, the game escalates because uh, when, when she first comes in, She, like, pierces herself on the corner of a table and then it goes all the way up, heightening just, like, more and more ridiculous scenarios for the cat, this potential cat to be in, um, including, like, some very big cardboard props. There's, like, a cardboard (laughs) microwave. There's a cardboard chandelier. So she's, like, in the microwave one point, like, frying herself as this potential cat. Yeah. and Eric G is featured in this sketch.
2: Play an assistant.
1: Yeah, he plays the prop assist, <laughs> oh. the assistant what, to the
2: was cat Was your name wing. in that sketch, do you remember? Uh, thanks, I forget. She says thanks and says my name. Yeah, your it a. made me laugh because it was a weird name. I don't know why. Oh, Gerard. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, why is his name Gerard? Yeah, his name is
1: Gerard and he had other plans to go see Star Wars with his mom, but he made time.
0: So did you write these props to be cardboard?
1: Well, at a certain point, I think it switched (laughs) into being like, I want to, like, I definitely wrote a microwave in, and then at a certain point, I was like, how am I going to do this? And then I think I was like, all right, it'll be cardboard, and I'll include a chandelier as well, because why not? I don't remember if I decided they would be cardboard before I added the chandelier or not. I just was like, we're... At the pit now. We have a budget. We have a full budget for a chandelier.
2: How did, I don't remember, how did Ellen, who played the cat? She played played the cat.
1: Friendly lady, yes.
2: How did she get in the microwave? Was it on a table and she climbed in? It
1: was on the floor. Since, oh, okay. and she like
2: backed into it. Yeah, oh, she God. opened yeah. the door. Oh, there was God. a there was that a was cardboard
1: so door that opened, yeah. and then she backed into it and closed oh, yes. the door in on herself. <laughs> and I cut. It's like a
2: cat might do. Exactly, and I cut <laughs> a
1: hole in the door so she could poke her, stick her head out. That
2: was a good
0: visual. What I liked about that is like you can't tell it's a microwave. It looks like. Right. You think it's like a cat tunnel right. or a play toy thing? Right. And then she starts screaming that she's in the microwave and it's just like, it comes out of nowhere, which is why it <laughs> yeah. is definitely is a, yeah, it's a good was laugh. Yeah, she
1: great in that sketch. She's so great.
0: What do you think is the biggest joke in the sketch?
1: Uh, what gets the
0: biggest laugh?
1: Well, since I watched it back last night, since I forgot what the sketch was even about, <laughs> what was the biggest laugh? I don't even remember, even though I watched it last night. No, there was a joke about a se- sensory deprivation tank. That seemed to go over pretty well. The chandelier, I think, like, the cardboard and Gerard coming out and just being
2: this, like... Nonchalant about it. Totally <laughs> lackluster. Wait, are you guys saying the funniest part of that sketch is me?
1: I think that's what I'm saying, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The last night
2: that always sticks out, even during rehearsals, always stuck out to me was when... I was pretending to be the cat, and she says something about like, my paws. My paws. My only currency in this life.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. Line. She's yeah. my <laughs> only currency in this life. Is my paws.
2: Yeah. <laughs> it's like she's
0: definitely like takes the dramatic turn on every every time she introduces herself as the cat. But that line seems so poetic. I think yeah. that's why. <laughs> yeah. Like all of a sudden, it's like you're right. That that's, is, the cuteness of her paws is all she had. Like it, it becomes very, very mortal in that moment. You're like, oh, no. Kind of sucks you in a little oh, bit. Aw,
1: thanks. Yeah, that's all the cats have. They're cute and not much else.
0: I would say the chandelier probably is the biggest joke, I think, because you don't know what it is, and then you kind of come in, and you're like, pew, you like drop the chandelier slowly, yeah. and then it's like... Just
1: crash. She literally yeah. says, crash. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so... When you wrote the sketch and were in rehearsal, were there any surprises between that and performing it on stage?
1: Uh, yeah, because it's always, like, when I first started writing for our team, Like Butter, I would usually have, like, a pretty specific, like, character voice in mind since I come from a background of, like, I started with doing just characters myself and I started doing improv and then I only started writing because I just wanted to do my own stuff that I got to be in. So I come from like a very character based like mind and um, so yeah, I had like very specific character kind of way that I was writing it. And then obviously to see other people doing that, because in sketch you don't really write like, this character is from the Midwest and they are 31 years old and they are, you know, whatever. You just like let the actor do what they're gonna do, which is awesome, because then they bring something new to it. Um, But yeah, for sure, I kind of pictured it as like a Midwestern, like, yeah, kind of like a, hey folks, like. Wow, that was my best Midwestern <laughs> accent. <laughs> I'm getting a little nervous. No, like, but I kind of fic- uh, pictured it as like a, yeah, like, you go over there and then the cats, we come in here and we want to make your cat, your apartment cat friendly. And like, I'm just gonna get in this microwave. <laughs> but uh, But yeah, Ellen brought like her thing to it and that was like so awesome to see it come alive. And yeah, I think actors always add like an element that you don't expect, which is the beauty of it, you know.
0: For sure. Now, I think you both kind of brought very character strong sketches today. Uh, is like butter? A lot of their, your content character
2: based? You think? You know? You know, know? Above normal I characters, kind of writing so. through? No. Really.
1: Yeah. I don't think
2: so? I don't think of myself as writing characters at all, unless I see it happen. I write a sketch. And I'm like, oh, this is kind of character, but, uh, character sketch. I don't like set out to do it, so I don't think so. But yeah, yeah. You, you, you like no, style. I don't yeah, think that.
1: I personally am like all about characters, probably because it's the only thing I can do. <laughs> but I would say in general, our team is more like I would say premise based and like observation, like some yeah, kind of more premise based sketches.
2: I agree.
0: Thanks to your. Your email, I, I, I did watch like eight episodes of Two Girls, One Brooklyn. Oh, that's so nice. <laughs> on YouTube. Now, would you say that fits your writing style more closely than what you're doing in Like Butter? Or, cause I, I feel like those are, they're both characters. Your character is clearly American in this, on this show. The worst person <laughs> ever. That's just
1: me, but with an American accent. <laughs> Yes, I would say that, but I would also say, like, I wrote that at a point where, like, that was like, I mean, when I came into Butter, I didn't have very much writing experience. And also when I wrote Two Girls, One Brooklyn, I had never written a web series or like anything like that. So I would say hopefully, like, I've evolved a little since then. But yeah, like, I think that represents my voice. And also I co-wrote it with Shannon Mann. Uh, who's my awesome Two Girls, One Brooklyn partner. Uh, So we, it's like kind of both of our voice and she had the idea to do like a web series about like Brooklyn hipsters and then we wanted to combine it with kind of like entrepreneurship and like the, the funny things about like, hipsters trying to be entrepreneurs and like this whole like entrepreneur culture that's like Shark Tank and all these like The profit all these shows have bred this whole slew of people who are like, I'm going to be a startup. I'm going to be an entrepreneur. So, yeah, that was kind of our take on that. And I think that's definitely a part of my voice where I kind of like to make fun of what society is doing now, you know
0: just to bring it back to um, Cat Friendly Apartment. I really like the button you have at the end, and I do believe that people do the pet thing and then do the kid thing. Yeah, Like, if they're, <laughs> they're very tied together. It's not like two separate ideas. They're definitely stepping stones to getting to um, children. Um, if you had to write an alternate ending to your sketch, was there another ending you had in mind, or was this the only one? If you did have to write one, what would you have done differently?
1: I don't remember what I had written originally, but I actually can't take credit for that button because that was our director, JW's idea, our head writer. Um, And I am honestly the worst at endings to sketches. Like, I can never think of a good ending. And I usually send it to Eric and ask him (laughs) what he would do. (laughs) Um, So I honestly have no idea.
0: (laughs) That's fair, that's fair. Uh, Sorry, that was I, too, intense. also I really, struggle with endings. Yeah, Eric um,
1: nails the endings. The rest of, of the, the sketch, part. not so much. <laughs> it's like
0: either I know the middle or I know the beginning and the end, and it's like I, I can't have all three at once.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Remember Kevin's middle? Like Kids in the what Hall sketch? What is It's a Kids in the Hall sketch where Kevin McDonald came out, and he's like, I didn't have the whole sketch ready. We're just going to show you the middle of it. That's (laughs) amazing. Nonsense for a minute. That's incredible. That's actually a great idea. Oh, that's
1: awesome! I love stuff like that that like doesn't necessarily fit into sketch or breaks what sketch is. You know? Yeah. That's so fun.
2: This podcast is brought to you by the sketch comedy troupe Bad Medicine, DC's best sketch comedy about the worst of humanity. Visit badmedicinecomedy.com for info about live shows, workshops, and t-shirts for people who love comedy. All
0: right, let's talk about Eric's sketch. Uh, Did you want to just break down your, how Joseph's works?
2: Joseph's is a sketch about Jesus's little brother, who uh, is sort of annoying and jealous of how popular Jesus is. So he kind of follows him around. It started from, it started weird. The idea was that in horror movies and stuff, the Antichrist is like the devil, like the super evil thing. And I thought, what if it just, Antichrist was just the opposite of Jesus Christ. So, uh, like nobody really likes him (laughs) instead of everybody loving (laughs) him. Or um, can't really do cool miracles, but he can do dumb tricks. And, as I was writing it, and it's one of my favorite things about writing is that, like, it changes the thing, like, the, the process changes the vision, and then you make cool discoveries. So I was, as I was writing it, I realized it's not really, like, the Antichrist, it's just a kid brother character. And, uh, and so Josephs came out of that, and then we <laughs> looked up to see uh, if Jesus really had siblings in the Bible. And... There was one named Josephs. Really? We were like, oh, we got these. Definitely <laughs> oh, using Wow, that name.
0: really? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you were already there. You were, you were wow, connected. I didn't know that. Oh, that's really? So oh, crazy. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Well, uh, here's a
2: clip. Oh, hey Josephs. <laughs>
0: hey, what's up, guys? What's going on? <laughs> Just you know, partying. That's cool. Uh, that's cool. So, anyway... Hey, uh, so you guys want to see, a uh, Trick? No. Uh, so you guys are drinking wine, right?
2: No, yeah. don't.
0: Okay, well, uh, uh, blam! Now you're drinking water. <laughs> Pretty cool, right? Like, how do I even do that?
2: <laughs> no. Not cool, Josephs. Not have to drink water all night. This is lame.
0: Alright, so... Uh, why did you pick this sketch in particular to bring today? Uh, well, I misunderstood
2: what I was supposed to do.
0: <laughs> no, no, this is great. I, I like this. It's, we get to we not only get to talk of, about love that like butter, about but we get to talk sentences. about you know the we get to talk to the writer who wrote the sketch and, <laughs> and pick uh, their brain about it. Oh, so. my God. thank it's you. It's like butter, just um,
1: thinks we're like already famous. We're like, <laughs> of course,
0: of course, oh, you would I'm want sure. one of our
1: sketches. <laughs>
0: I'd want two of your sketches. <laughs>
1: yeah. um, didn't you know? Didn't you see us on SNL? We did that guest spot. We hosted, as a group, the 16 of us. It's possible. Yeah. One day.
2: Uh, well, why did I bring... Oh, it's um, one of the first sketches I wrote as an adult. It is It was put on by um, Old School Sketch Show when I, when I got involved with that after improv. And we've done it a number of times as like butter also. So it's got like a little bit of history and uh, I think it is one of the less weird sketches I've written maybe. It's maybe more palatable. Is that, is <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm curious think, to watch the rest of your sketches yeah, now still, this is not the weird one. It's <laughs> still pretty
1: weird. Yeah, he writes very weird, fantastic stuff. That's no, good, that's yeah, good. Yeah, I love weird
0: stuff. So, why is comedy and re- uh, comedy about religion
2: funny?
1: <laughs> Do we even have to ask that question? I mean, come on. <laughs>
2: uh, well, uh, so one thing is that oh, I'm remembering now. My ro- a new roommate came to a show where we did this sketch. And I didn't tell him which sketch was mine, but he kept using the word genius to describe this sketch. So I let him talk. I listened to that for a while. <laughs> I think I was late this morning. because he keeps saying genius. I was like, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> but one thing he pointed out that is true, in my opinion, is that because it's such a popular story, like Jesus and Apostles, like everyone knows that character or what it's about. So you don't have to spend time explaining what the situation is. Mm-hmm. You can just get into it, and everyone has some point of reference for it. So I think that's... An, A benefit doing a comedy about religion or any, and it's kind of evergreen too. I mean, you're not doing a (laughs) a sketch about Ross Perot or whoever was running for president, you know, that's going to last four years. Jesus is going out of
1: fashion.
2: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like 10 years from now, you can do the sketch again and it will still resonate with the the people. Remember that guy? Yeah. So I I think that's kind of a, uh, yeah, it's better than pop culture because it's more evergreen. Better than politics for the same reason. So, and I think it's a, some people might have a personal connection to it, so they laugh harder.
1: And yeah. it's universal, like the concept of like annoying kid brother is like mm-hmm. very universal. Oh, yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So, what was your thought process behind giving Joseph and Jesus those different types of personalities? because I don't know if the actor chose to play Jesus that way, but his tone for Jesus is very, cool dude, what's up? Yeah. And the other one, guy playing Joseph kind of plays it very dweebish. So was that the, you wanted to go into that where Jesus is this cool ass motherfucker and everybody else is, is lame or?
2: Yeah, well I think, yeah. Yeah, that was the original intention with it, was that Joseph would be like dweeby and nerdy and annoying. And just to counter that, Jesus ends up being like the popular jock. A really cool thing happened when we did this sketch in DC, where it was recast with one of our new cast members, Jay, playing Joses. So the whole, anytime the sketch had been done, and and the intention when I wrote it was that Joses was annoying kid brother. During the first rehearsal, Jay came out, and read Joseph as this like really endearing character who looked up to Jesus. And that's why Joseph is tagging along. And that changed the whole sketch because then instead of being the cool guy, Jesus becomes the asshole. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like being mean to his brother. Mm-hmm. And uh, so the first, the director of that sketch at the time was like, no, we're, let's keep that. That's something Jay brought to the table that was new. It really changed the whole dynamic, and we loved it. So we just kept that. So that was a cool um, re-discovery, reframing of yeah Mm. of that sketch, and that taught me because I don't know uh, I'm what you call a shit actor. (laughs) That taught me what like like, acting can bring to a table, and what when you let actors (laughs) interpret text, what they can bring.
0: Yeah, you were talking about that.
1: Yeah, it is cool to see like what different different actors bring to uh, different roles. Yeah, for sure, and the way it changed.
2: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Changed the whole sketch.
1: Yeah.
0: Do you guys swap roles often, or is like the person who plays you know, Mr. Peabody always plays Mr. Peabody, or is it, or do you swap it up?
1: Sometimes, like for ease, uh, we often cast people who've already done the sketch. If we're doing a sketch like a second or whatever third time. But then sometimes we switch up because maybe that person can't be in that show or we have like new cast members now that haven't been in as many sketches. So if we're doing a show, you know, there have to be roles to go around. So, yeah, but often we do try to keep it the same so that it's easier because sometimes we only have like a few days to prepare for a show. So it's easier if somebody's already, you know, learned that and known it and, yeah, I mean, we have really awesome actors on our team, so it's not like, you sucked. <laughs> like, let's get somebody else to do it. <laughs> um, but yeah, we do switch it up sometimes.
0: Yeah. I forgot to ask, what was your schedule now? Is it every Tuesday or at once a month Tuesday? Once a month Tuesday, yeah. Yeah,
1: but this in November 12th, which this podcast may come out after November 12th, but that's our last show as part of the Pit Super Sketch Tuesday uh house team program and then we have an all team show I think at the beginning of December that's like where all the teams in the program I think there are like eight teams they all do like a small four sketch set or something like that and then our next show is January 31st 7 p.m. at the pit uh on the striker stage so that's our first like indie if you want to call it like show that we're doing ourselves outside of Super Sketch Tuesday, so
0: yeah. Okay, very cool, I was didn't know if it was like, you know. It
1: was, yeah, so it is, it, it, it was, was monthly, monthly okay. once a month, every Tuesday, and then the teams rotate, so like you can go see a team every single Tuesday. Um, Do something different. At 7.30, yeah, yeah, so, but each team does once a month.
2: And they're all new. They're usually all new shows. Yeah. Sometimes a team will recycle a sketch, but they spend that month like writing and rehearsing new material. Yeah. Very yeah. cool. Okay, back to your sketch. Yeah. Uh,
0: what is the female character's role in Joseph's?
2: Mary Magdalene.
0: <laughs> that was the, her character supposed to be Mary?
2: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And uh, she's supposed to be a little bit of a, she's the one that has a big crush on Jesus. Okay. The rest are just the, the buddy apostles.
0: Yeah. I right, feel like in the in the in the video version that I that we've mm-hmm. probably put on the website, I couldn't tell if like I knew she had a thing for Jesus, but I couldn't tell if she like also had a thing for Joseph. Uh. <laughs> you know, it was just like I couldn't if it was I, just like it it seemed like almost like not like they were flirting or anything, but it seemed like she was giving him more time of day than
2: I, I think she does when she's trying to ask about his brother. Oh, OK. And like, oh, is your brother coming? She, I think she's trying to butter him up a little uh, bit. Ah, OK. okay. Do
1: we have but, multiple filmed versions of that. I don't know. Oh, Which one did you send? One on YouTube. Oh, uh, OK, I don't
0: know which don't know. which
1: cast that is. <laughs>
0: <No>. <laughs> uh, I do not know all your members by heart. There are a lot of them, so yeah. I, <laughs> I would not be able to tell you.
1: Yeah, we have a lot of sketches.
0: <laughs> now, if you were to write a part two yeah. or another version uh, oh, uh, a next phase to the story, yeah. uh, what would it be about? What a
2: great question. Joseph's part two. I, I had that thought at some point and it was a very good idea but I didn't write it down, do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, you were in the shower, <laughs> yeah. uh, you, you hit
0: shampoo in your hair and then it and just then, hit you in the head.
1: And... and then you forgot by the time you got <laughs> out of the shower. <laughs> yeah,
2: it might have been like a Last Supper thing where, uh, oh, was it my Last Supper intervention idea? Which was a sketch I did without Josephs, but it was uh, or the, the last of originally an intervention for Jesus because he drinks too much.
0: <laughs> That's actually pretty good.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm really glad you asked. That. I wish I had like, at some point I had an answer to it, but I can't remember what it was. But that was when I thought like, oh, this could be a character sketch, a it's recurring. Josephs character.
1: opera singing in the background yeah. of a podcast. <laughs>
0: Yeah, uh, for sure. Cause like the Josephs character is really like the, the combination of the two, uh-huh. Jesus and Josephs. Yeah. They could be playing basketball. They, <laughs> right, you know, right. they could be jet skiing. You know, water's not for drink, it's for walking on. You know, it's like <laughs> there's a whole bunch of stuff that you could just drop them into. So I didn't know yeah. if if there was if you had other pieces of the puzzle. Uh, Connecting in your head. Definitely worth pursuing, I think.
2: Thanks.
1: Well, maybe we will if you come to our show on January 35th.
2: I think it's in there somewhere. It's up in here somewhere. (laughs) i would be funny if he was like at the crucifixion and like, I don't know, maybe not, maybe not.
0: That's definitely probably like, yeah, yeah. I think there's maybe a sketch before you get to that sketch.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> and it's like, the start of the show, you hit the first one, and then the end of the show, <laughs> he's at the crucifixion or something.
2: Yeah. Um, hey, carry this. Carry this cross, brother. Okay. Now, we,
0: we already mentioned that you write weird sketches. Where is this coming from? <laughs>
2: <Ooh>. <laughs>
1: the date pit in his...
2: Oh, oh yeah, how long do you have? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I've been told I have a weird way of looking at things. By a lot of ex-girlfriends. <laughs> with dogs?
0: <laughs> yeah,
2: exactly. They all oh, have his dogs. <laughs> I mean, not, not no. Not no! <laughs> I don't know. I do notice, uh, you know, as you get older, you have time to like, reflect on how your mind kind of works. I do notice how often, with any sentence or situation or something, think about different ways to interpret it, like immediately. And that's kind of a fun mental game. And that might give me like a stupid pun that I try to keep to myself these days or a premise for a sketch. I can't think of any examples right now, but you just use Antichrist as one of them, being like, well, what, what else could that mean? And saying oh, just the opposite of Jesus. So you take
0: an idea yeah. and then you try to drag that idea to a place that is, is unique or is the exact opposite of it? So if I said, chocolate, are yeah. you gonna take chocolate and be like, what if chocolate was like not loved? Yeah. And then start from there and start brainstorming ideas from that or is it more like organic where it's like, boom, this idea just drops into your head? Because i want to write weirder sketches and I uh. can't do it. <laughs> oh, that's interesting.
2: It's too normal. <laughs> well, I guess I... <laughs> There's an ulterior motive for
1: this question. All
2: <laughs> um, well, of you said, like, chocolate is good. Maybe I'd think, like... Well, then, is it the reflexive uh, property of equality means that, like, good is chocolate? So it's... you're redefining what good is? as only chocolate now? So might start from there. That's good. Or, it's just that. I know, right? That's really good. Do we have
1: a genius in our
2: present. That's in my roommate said. Yeah. I said genius.
1: Now two people have said it about you, so it must be true. Yeah. Quick, find a third.
2: You're a genius. Whoa, oh my, you guys. This is all, wow. That's great,
1: isn't it? Eric just got inducted into the Genius Hall of Fame. <laughs> yeah, I think I would also like to write weirder sketches, but I think I need to do more maybe like taking something random and then, like, abstracting it or brainstorming in a way that maybe I wouldn't give it as much thought normally, you know? I don't know.
2: You wrote a really weird sketch about trees that had been to the moon and were senile. (laughs)
1: Yeah, that's true. (laughs) That is true. I did write that. Sometimes I do write weird shit. But I think when I write weird shit, it's less like comedy and more like... Drama? Yeah, or... Like, like you were saying that line was poetic, more like a, I don't know, weird like pro. like, I don't know. Something. Yeah,
0: no, yeah. very true. <laughs> All right, well, it's time for our final thoughts and for us to vote on these sketches, give them a rating. Oh. So we'll start with the odd sketch, uh, Cat from the Apartment, do you have a rating for us to rate the sketches, the sketch on?
1: Microwave kitties.
0: Like how, like, The number of cats microwave the better, or is it like types of cats you microwave?
1: I think like the number of dead microwave kitties, (laughs) the better. Excellent. The The worse. I guess. I know. Numbers increase.
0: Maybe <laughs> right. increase. Okay.
1: Maybe they're yeah, in
0: the microwave. Maybe they're not dead yet. Okay. How many, you mi- many kittens you've, you've stuffed into the microwave to microwave, but you haven't turned it on yet, so they're not dead yet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. There we go. Is that look palatable? <laughs> uh, I think, is it? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe
2: not. Eric, you want to start us off with your rating? Uh, I would give a odd sketch 100 kittens in the microwave, but the microwave is not on yet. Okay. To be clear, <laughs> okay, I out of, out of what? Oh, you can't fit more than that in a microwave?
1: Oh, oh, okay, this is like, out I'd mature. like to
2: see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, this,
0: okay, this, this, great, great, great. This, there's no logic to this. Trust me. Oh, right, 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 right. <laughs> um, I'm. Gonna, okay, you're gonna go last, so I'm gonna say, I would build a microwave the size of the cardboard box you actually use in oh, the video. Okay.
2: Uh-huh. Um, Eat and then I would, feeding.
0: and I would fill it with, uh. Ten very large, heavy cats. Huh. Like Those are the best guy, cats Cats, to cats that microwave. you're like, you need to stop feeding your cat and take it for a walk, kind mm-hmm, of cats. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they wouldn't be plugged in, so we, they would never actually turn on.
1: Uh-huh. Oh, I was going to say those are the best cats <laughs> to microwave. <laughs> uh, so I would say I would build a thousand cardboard <laughs> microwaves, a thousand more cardboard microwaves, and put the cats in there and... I may or may not turn them off on.
2: <laughs> so you have one... I have a
1: public stance and a private stance, just like many politicians.
2: <laughs> you have one thousand one cardboard microwaves.
1: Yeah. yeah.
2: How many cats? Well, is that fair? It's'
1: a, well, a good question. We should do it and find out <laughs> at least three in each microwave, right? I don't know yeah, I
0: thought that seems seems appropriate.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Having watched the sketch back, I do feel like it was a little long. I could take take some stuff out of it, for sure, if I rewrote it. But that has nothing
0: to do with microwaves or cats. You mean get the, get the cat lady into the sketch faster?
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, there's a lot of, like, I, I really like to write, like, really wordy dialogue. <laughs> so maybe a bit, a few less, like, back and forths um, and, like, random, like, detours.
0: So the jokes is her performance, really. That's the funny part. Yeah. So it's like, get to those moments faster yeah. versus like having this, hey, you're not doing it right. I yeah. am doing it right. No, you're not. Yes,
1: I am. Exa- yeah. And like, also, there was a moment where she like said, sensory deprivation tank. And then like, they had a reaction to that. They were like, she was like, a jar of jam or a sensory deprivation tank. And she, they were like, why would you need a jar of jam or a sensory deprivation tank? I think like those lines. Could have been cut not the in Deprivation Tank because that's very important to the sketch <laughs> and it must stay in there or no one will understand the sketch. <laughs> um, but yeah, like some of those back and forth. That's good.
0: All right,
2: Eric's your turn. Okay, how are you rating this sketch? We can rate this sketch based on like uh, flavors of LaCroix.
0: <laughs> uh, I, I only, like, drink three of them because everything else is trash. Uh, so I will, I will only use the three that I, that I know <laughs> incredible. by heart. me, you well, go first.
1: First, I would just like to say our team has a long history with LaCroix. Okay. And we are in, expecting an endorsement deal any day now. Awesome. It, it's been a running theme. We've had a lot of sketches with LaCroix. So I would say... As many cans of Lacroix as you can fit in heaven, since that's where the sketch takes place.
0: I really like the idea of Joseph's uh, just his kid's brother. I like that it's real, or he had a sibling with this name. I, I hope you guys run with it and bring it back either once or twice. Just I think those are it's a very good dynamic, a very positive negative that you can that you can work with. So I definitely dig it. So my favorite flavor is grapefruit. Yeah. So I would give it like.
2: Four cases
0: worth of,
2: uh, of grapefruit. I thought you were gonna say four cans, and I was. <laughs>
0: no, I mean those ca- 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 the cases don't last very long no, in know. any house. Yeah. It's like you open it, yeah. you come back. There's two left. You're like, where, how did it get to this? Yeah,
2: oh, it's so good. I was gonna give it one can of one can of pamplemousse, uh-huh. which is the, the grapefruit. The grapefruit. Yeah, um, but in, in my house, it's called pamplemousse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just one. No, you know what? Let's give it, like, one for everybody in this sketch. Yeah. yeah. Everyone gets a can of Popham's. Yeah. That's what everybody's drinking. Yeah.
1: So generous.
2: Oh, thanks. Have you had Four Loco before? No. No. (laughs) That was, man, I struggled with what the last thing was. Yeah. It was, like, rum at some point. And then I was like, oh, yeah, Four Loco, that's what it is. Yeah. No, I haven't had it, I wish I could have, like, the old original recipe. You've
1: never had it? No, I didn't even know what it was until this sketch.
2: Really? Well,
1: yeah, because it's an American thing, and like, I don't think it's a thing anymore, right? No, discontinued or
0: something. They changed recipes, so it's a lot weaker.
1: Yeah, so I haven't. I guess I didn't live here in the peak peak four loco time.
0: Yeah, it was it was pretty nuts. My roommate and I used to do four loco Fridays. (laughs) Wow. Where we would come home, drink a four loco, then go out, and the party was great, like at the house. In the cab, walking into the bar, and then fifteen minutes later, we would have to leave because one of us wouldn't be in good shape anymore. Incredible! And it was like mini Fridays. Just
1: blackout. That was your blackout routine. <laughs>
0: you yeah, it like, wasn't good. You were like, this time it's gonna work.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's probably a good
0: thing they just continued it. Yeah, this
1: time it'll be different. <laughs>
0: All right. Well, oh, thank you, listeners, for joining us for this episode. Can
1: we uh, plug our YouTube and our Instagram? Correct.
0: Yeah, this is the moment. Uh, wow. I just want to thank our guests, uh, Eric and Leah, for coming. Thank Where can our so people much. find you online? Thank you
1: so much for having us. It's been so fun. Uh, so you can find us on Instagram or YouTube at LikeButterComedy. So our Instagram is at LikeButterComedy, and then YouTube our YouTube is called Like Butter, but there is another Like Butter channel. So I would type Like Butter The Pit into the search of YouTube. Uh, and yeah, like I said, we have a show on January 31st, 7 p.m. Did I say it enough times? I don't think I said it enough times.
2: Which year?
1: You can cut out like six of the times that I said it, and it'll still be too many times. Okay.
0: 2024.
2: <laughs> Someone showing up to the pit in 2024. In New York is flooded from global warming. <laughs> like, I heard there was a show. For I them.
1: heard there was a like butter show. This is really important for me to see.
0: Okay, fellow sketch nerds, please like, share, and subscribe. If you know of a great sketch we haven't discussed yet, send it to us. We love getting suggestions. You can find out more about sketch nerds and the bad medicine at badmedicinecomedy.com sketchnerds sketch nerds. Where you can also find links to the sketches that we discussed today. You can find this podcast and previous episodes wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Fort Liet, Eric, and Isaiah Me. Thanks for listening to Sketch Nerds. This episode was produced by Isaiah Hedden. The closing music tracks were provided by SoundtrackforEverything.com. All clips in this podcast were used in compliance with the U.S. Copyrights Act, fair use exemption for criticism and commentary. The Sketch Nerds podcast is brought to you by the sketch comedy group Bad Medicine. DC's best sketch comedy about the worst of humanity. For showtimes, videos, and funny t-shirts, please visit badmedicinecomedy.com.